G'day friends, it's Stacey Morgan here. If you're a busy businesswoman juggling your own journey of entrepreneurship, and if you're a fan of Regold's Dance Life podcast, then I know you'll love my podcast, How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. We release episodes every week on a Wednesday morning. Listen and subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello, welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan, and here's Regold. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Hope it's a great week for you, and thanks for joining us. It's lovely to talk to you, Re. You've had a lot on lately. Not only have you been busy working and there's been lots of courses and lots of things that people can interact with, coffee talks, etc. But you've had a big emotional time with the loss of your dear friend, Art Stone. I'm so sorry to hear of Art's passing. Uh, thank you for saying that. And yes, it has had uh, an impact on me um, because it was, it was, you know, in dance, you end up with a family that is in blood mm. and it's the family you put together through your journey in our field and he certainly was one of those people for me absolutely tell us about when you first met I'm not sure I know your your story and that, that part of your journey you know the earliest memory I have is I think it's Waldorf Astoria but it was definitely a New York hotel like the Waldorf if it wasn't and Art Stone was teaching and it was dance caravan at the time and Art Stone was dancing or teaching with this assistant. Her name is Blasia, who ended up becoming this costume designer. She was a dancer and teacher, but she became a costume designer in the long run. And it, he was so cool. But what, what it was, this is weird. What it was, was he had this black jumpsuit on. You know, remember the old black jumpsuits yeah. people wore? That was jazz yeah, and like jazz. the 70s. <laughs> um, but he, and I think he made this product, but he had, it all had like red trim and I guess you call it, what do you call that? Binding? Yeah. Okay. And a jacket to go with it. Oh, and you were like, I wanted it cool. so <laughs> bad, okay? And my mother bought it for me, and they used to wear it. So that is, and I thought I was so cool. That is my first memory of Art Stone, of probably 10 or 12 years old. What, what solidified the relationship it's funny because I smile about it now, was that I did, uh, and Rennie, my brother, did it as well. I did it a little longer than Rennie did. Ask me in a minute why Rennie decided not to do this. Okay. But we went, we were on dance, uh, I think he, by this point it was Dance Olympus. 
and you travel around over the summer and you just went from one city to the next. I'm going to say there were like seven cities, three days in a row. You moved to the next city. You could actually teach on the day you were flying to a city if the timing worked out. Yeah. So it's nonstop teaching the five same routines because it was art stone's music you choreographed to so do you get that yep. like it was yet yeah, he gave you the songs to choreograph to mm -hmm. so you created it you went to all these cities you became really good you had a shtick by the end of the five weeks because you know had taught the same thing over and over again you knew what would make people laugh it yeah. was really an interesting thing at the time but so my very first memory was starting that famous people. Uh, Frank Hatchett was mm. on this, a guy named Stephen Boyd. Um, I can't think of all the people, but I'm, I'm going to tell you all these people that I looked up to. And my brother and I had our birthday wherever we were. And in walks Art Stone with the, this bakery box, like with strings on it, and comes in and he says, this is a birthday cake for Rennie and Ree. Happy birthday. So everybody sings happy birthday. We think this is really cool. Art leaves. Everybody looks and says, he never does that for anybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I never forgot that. Yeah. And so wait, so we do this tour. The best part is this. Hey, to admit this, but I'm still like this. Going to a city and having lost my brush. Going to a city and having no toothbrush or toothpaste. <laughs> going to a city and just having lost my license or wallet. So I was always knocking on Nancy's door and, you know, she'd open the door and she'd go like, what'd you do now, honey? <laughs> honey. <laughs> she'd hand me brushes, you know, most of the time she could, she gave me a solution, but it, from the early days, she was taking good care of me as mm. a good way, good way to say it. Okay, so Dance Olympus for a while. And, and jump in and ask me a question if I if I need to be stopped or whatever. But here's why my brother left Dance Olympus. In those days, you go teach. Like, let's say we were in uh, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. There are a thousand kids in the room. You get up on stage. You're a guy. 998 of those kids back then were girls. Yeah. So they scream and yell and you had to end your class early so you could sign autographs and all of that <laughs> stuff, right? So... My brother would do things like get done and sneak out the hotel kitchen, okay, and find an elevator. So he didn't have to do that, okay, because he didn't like it. One time we're in a food court. My brother, I even remember what he was eating. 
he's eating a, like a baked potato that you might get in a fast food place stuffed with stuff. Yeah. This girl comes up, lays her dirty ballet shoe on Rennie's <laughs> potato and says, will you sign my shoe? <laughs> he went, he didn't go ballistic on the girl, but he he decided at that moment that, that was he it. wasn't. <laughs> where i was like bring it on yeah. if i get tired of it i'm sneaking out but i always did what was expected in that that role yeah i took it so then when I only did Dance Olympus for a couple of years, a lot of people would, we just had a memorial service. They, they'd really been on Dance Olympus for 10, 12 years. But at the time I was running dance competitions, I was doing other things. Then I became the president of Dance Masters of America. And I got to honor with the president's award, two people in the field. Mm -hmm. And I chose, at the time it was, now Art Stone's father was a guy named Jules Stone. Jules Stone's really the guy who created, along with a guy named Danny Hochter. These are names people probably listening won't remember, but if you will, they really started dance conventions. So at the time that I did the honor, it was for Jules and Art Stone's contribution mm -hmm. to dance education. So we ended up like hanging out again. Then I was involved in the UDMA shows. So UDMA, for those listening, United Dance Merchants of America, and it's a trade show. Art Stone was there with his, you know, 20 booths and all of his costume line. And I was there with a couple booths. And we became so close, like during the years of yeah. hanging out this trade show. That's really where the bond began because we laughed at the same things we were we were very professional about our responsibilities but boy like i remember sneaking out of a trade show in atlanta and both i went to my people they went to their people they said we're gonna we need to go have a meeting we'll be back in about an hour and a half and we got in a cab and went to this hamburger joint that they thought was like the most awesome hamburgers <laughs> in the world Right. <laughs> we we understood each other. And I, I'll say a, a couple other things that I, I think created the bond was Art is a New York Jewish guy with the traits of a New York Jewish guy. Nancy is a Southern Methodist girl from Georgia which basically is the complete opposite of what Art Stone's personality is. My parents were the same situation. <sighs> so I always got who they were, like yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you, it just became, uh, I, I, I said once when I honored them at my conference a couple of years ago, 
I said it was a reverse adoption. I adopted them as <laughs> my parents. And really, that's the way it has been through the years. I know I just keep going, but our conversations were always conversations where you laughed. Okay, they weren't conversations about business or the weather. They were funny, loving, whatever. It was it was it was special. I'm going to miss him uh a whole lot. And just the the bonuses I got where he he leave me a message that said first he'd do funny things and say things like this is oh name this movie star i can't think of his name uh oh in a second it'll come to me but he'd say this is so and so give me a call back <laughs> and then he'd call me and he'd say i just want to tell you how proud i am of you oh Okay, that was a long ass roll. Excuse my <laughs> language, everyone. Um, Beautiful, great. This is this is how I look at things. Like what just going through this is. I get. I said this at his memorial service. I get mourning a person. I get wishing we could be with them. But I look at this as uh, Art Stone was almost 90, November, this month he would have been 90. Mm. Uh, I'm so grateful for the time I had him. Like, I look at it like, yeah, boy, what would he have been like at 100, right? <laughs> but what if I didn't have him in my life like mm. like so i have a different attitude and you have to have in life as you get older what i just said i believe the ability to say i'm ready to move into my next life my upcoming life without mourning all that it was yeah you know and Art Stone, I carry a piece of him with me. So Art Stone, you know, is living on. He's living on in all these other costume companies. He's living on in all these other places that he was a pioneer in creating. Wow, we got deep there, didn't we? And rightly so. He was a really special man. And I well, had give Give me another question. <laughs> I was going to say I hadn't heard that story before about how how you you worked together or you worked for him and and how that evolved into you being colleagues. And then I knew the I knew the adoption part because I was there at the conference when you honoured them, and that was such a special night and really nice to have done that um, with them both able to enjoy it. You must be um, really grateful for that time. I'm going to tell you something that I don't know if I, you know, I, I just going to share something that happened a few years ago. Um, I was going to do a tap duet with Arthur 
Art. I called him Arthur. I keep catching myself and calling him Art. But when I went to his uh, memorial service, somebody said, well, it was his family that called him Arthur. So I feel blessed that I got to call him Arthur. But anyway, we were going to do a duet, a tap duet in cheers, get up a couple times for the conference. Yeah. Dance like the conference. We rehearsed here. He's in his 80s at the time. I'm in my 50s. He's got on this lumberjack sweatshirt thingy. I'm in a T-shirt that's totally soaked, hanging off of me. He's not sweating at all, all right? <laughs> really? <laughs> this remarkable thing that was happening in that room that day, memories I will never forget. So anyway, we get halfway through the project, or maybe we choreographed the whole thing, and now we were going to his house, and we were going to rehearse again. I go to their house. We're having a great time. We have a lobster dinner. We go downstairs to rehearse. We're rehearsing. I hear a bang, boom, bah. I'm like, what was that noise? I looked at Arthur. I go, what, what was that? He goes, I, that was nothing. I couldn't get it out of my head. I opened the door, walked over a little bit from where we were, and Nancy was at the bottom of the stairs. <gasps> she had fallen down the stairs. And I'm there. I'm not used to situations like this. I'm telling you this situation because it taught me a lot about Arthur that day. I'm holding her because now she's broken all over. I'm not going to describe some of what I saw that day, but it was a lot of blood. She's really in, in severe pain. I see him walking back and forth in this pattern like, I can't do this without Nancy. I can't, Nancy can't go. Like he went into this mode and it was the first time I ever saw him vulnerable. Mm. But I said to myself, there's a good ending to this story. This is a love story. This is like, he feels what she's feeling right now. Mm. Can't imagine life without this person. And she ended up recovering. I have to say that... I it was one of the scariest moments of my lifetime, and I drove home thinking she wasn't going to make it. Okay, now she's close to 80 at the time, too. And she makes it. She's, you know, she's healthy today. But that incident also brought us closer. Yeah. A respect. Uh, Wow moment. Mm. How's Nancy doing? Uh, Nancy is doing well. We, we we went together to Los Angeles. They honored Nancy and Art at the Industry Dance Awards. She spoke brilliantly, confidently. 
But this is Nancy, and I I totally get it. Um, 49, almost 50 years holding hands every night with the same person, and now that person is gone. So this is big for her. But she's a pro, and I think what's going to keep her going is she's got a legacy to continue. Mm. And I think she's going to be brilliant at that. Yeah. And I call her still to make her laugh. Mm. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad she's got you. And such a um, just grateful and warm dance community around her. Like seeing, I know you've had several celebrations for art since his passing and and every photo I see her in she's surrounded by people and she's got a big smile on her face and that makes me really happy yes so here's my closing words on the story I I said this last week when we were sitting around at the trade shows or going to the burger joint or going to restaurants like in Las Vegas where the owner knew who Art Stone was and we get the best seats in the place. That was another thing. Because we were so good together, the three of us, we would all say, well, if anything happens to either one of you, Ree's going to marry the other one. So if Art went first, I was marrying Nancy or vice versa. (laughs) And so now I feel I'm not marrying Nancy, but I feel this obligation because we laughed about it so many times that I'm going to be there for her, whatever, uh, whatever she needs. I love that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing, Ray. Thank you. Um, You guys listening to this podcast, think about how cool the dance people are that are in your lives and uh, be grateful and enjoy that journey because it'll always have an impact on you forever and ever. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 